Welcome to the Living in Lithuania podcast. Join me, Auste, in conversation with internationals who have found themselves living here in Lithuania. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're actually um, recording this interview a second time because the first time <laughs> was a little bit, uh, the quality was not so I great. Remember, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm really glad, glad to have you here. So maybe you could shortly introduce yourself. Just let us know where you're from. Me too. Um, so thanks, Alistair, for inviting me once more, like in, you know, person-to-person um, interview, let's call it that way. So I'm Davide Castiglio, and as you can guess from my name and surname, I'm Italian. So um, I came here to Vilnius um, now exactly five years ago. I was I came here the 23rd of August 2016, so now it's almost like my anniversary, oh, if you like to call it like that. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so a few things about me, about myself. So I, I studied in Italy like a MA uh, at Pavia University and then I moved to, in 2011, I moved to UK for a mm. PhD in linguistics and literature mm-hmm. in Nottingham, where I stayed almost five years. So I came back for a couple of months in Italy in 2016 and then to Lithuania. And um, so what I do here, I teach at Vilnius University, mm-hmm. um, I, I am in kind of both departments of English philology department and the Italian department, um, but mostly the English department. So I'm teaching mostly um, linguistics and a bit of literature, especially poetry. But mm-hmm. of course, I'm also um, teaching a bit like Italian at the Institute of Culture oh, okay. uh, with whom I collaborate. So it's, it's really... Uh, comfortable because they are like three minutes a walk from each other uh-huh. so like it, it feels really cozy and welcoming oh. and this is something i like about venus i guess it's something also many um, of your interviewees told you about the feeling that everything can be easily reached by mm-hmm. by walking so it, it feels like a, a, a second house almost mm-hmm. like a big flat like venus in this regard um yeah and what more so now i And last year I got a postdoc position always at Venus University mm-hmm. so I can do a bit more research in my area, which is um, the linguistics of poetry. And and I don't have to teach the first semester, for which I'm grateful because even though I love teaching, sometimes it's really mm-hmm. too much and it's a lot of energy uh, not only intellectual energy but social energy mm. and yeah. and sometimes you need to you know to have, especially like with the uh pandemic and the lockdown yeah. as we all experience like working long hours in front of our screens it's really mm-hmm. taxing but um yeah now in this what well, i have one year left in this mm-hmm. kind of half teaching load which okay. i like so okay. that's in short my well and aside from that as i mentioned you in the other <laughs> acoustically faced interview <laughs> um yeah. i'm also i also love writing uh, writing poetry especially so mm-hmm. i i published two books mm-hmm. um in italian two poetry collections and i also try to translate some of my stuff into english and i got invited to the um poetry spring festival this year and last year, oh, and I have nice. a few poems of mine translated into Lithuanian. Lovely, yeah, I think you sent me one, it was about a bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good memory, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great, I remember, because uh, I'm very much into bees, and my name is like uh, the goddess oh, of yeah, bees yeah, in yeah, Lithuanian yeah. mythology, so it, it automatically is like, oh, this yeah. is so cool. <laughs> discovery that was, yeah. <laughs> this is great. 
yeah, so you keep very busy. You have lots going on, which is, yeah. <laughs> which is always uh, wonderful to hear that you find ways to integrate all of your hobbies and interests. And it's nice that you find that it's easy to keep up with them. I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe take us back a little bit. Yeah. Um, just the story of how you got here in the first place. Yeah. So maybe you can tell me a bit more about the process. Sure. What was it like? And how did you find out about Lithuania and what yeah. did you know before you, you came Definitely. here? Definitely, <laughs> like this is a very common question I got and understandably so because mm -hmm. um, to be honest I knew nothing about, next to nothing about Lithuania. Mm -hmm. All I knew was that um, in my uh, university, Nottingham University, uh, one colleague of mine was from, well she's from here and also she, she came back to, mm -hmm. to teach in uh, Vilnius mm -hmm. and, and that's it, this is all I knew before. Uh, I had some misconceptions like everybody like thinking assimilating Lithuania with the Soviet you know mm, country mm -hmm. and when uh, and, and when she told me like don't ever say that that's not <laughs> true and and I, okay then I, I got a bit more documented and and so I, I knew next to nothing to be honest but why I came here is so basically like without you know uh, going into into much detail I well I was looking for for a change, like, you know, as they say, like a fresh start. And mm -hmm. I was a bit fed up with um, uh, my experience in UK. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to, I have nothing against UK, but mm -hmm. my experience in the East Midlands was not so great. Mm -hmm. I found it hard to um, integrate and and maybe I was less mature than, than now. And I don't know, there was something that after um, five years, I, I went through a, a little crisis, mm -hmm. like I had a... Um, a breakup and problems with my supervisor mm. and being fed up with the PhD and not liking the apparently not very well it was international as a university but the mindset that I felt there it was, was mm. not so I mm. felt like not really welcomed okay. mm, apart from you know these communities of foreigners that I bond up with especially some of them that was my little kind of refuge in Nottingham as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I decided, okay, I, I I try to kind of send, how they call them, like spontaneous uh, applications to okay. universities around. <laughs> and for some reason, like I had a list of universities and I thought, okay, let's start. Um, and the list was especially um, countries in the East, uh, Eastern Europe and mm -hmm. also like um, Scandinavian countries. Mm -hmm. Just because... If you ask me why, it's, to be honest, I was not so documented. It was just a feeling. So mm -hmm. because I knew not that much about Lithuania, I would, you know, put everything together in a clump. Like, okay, this is also like an East, well, is it an Eastern Soviet? Is a, is a bit of everything, right? Mm -hmm. It's in the middle. Yeah, uh, North and Scandinavian yeah, influence exactly. and everything. Yeah. So like, um, but before, before that, I... I found myself like, for some reason, always bonding up with people from Hungary, from Bulgaria. So I thought, okay, maybe I there is something I like in those countries that mm -hmm. in my head was, you know, all together. Yeah. So sending these applications, I got um, very soon like an answer from Vilnius University, and and I got accepted. Then there was an interview, but but I was kind of in advantage position because um, you know working at uh, studying at UK um, tends to be like uh, you know badge of honor from mm -hmm. from the outside yeah 
and it was not if i if i cannot Safi was not always easy because the i knew before coming that the salaries were really low mm-hmm. and so it takes a bit of idealism i don't know how to mm-hmm. call it to to accept but i really wanted some experience i wanted a new um environment as i said so i said yes and in the meantime over the last years things have improved mm-hmm. so i'm pretty happy to see in these five years how the the country well not the country don't know but Vilnius itself has changed has become more well like it seems to me the the standards of living as and also the prices of course have, mm-hmm. and the salaries have gone up mm-hmm. but um yeah i got a chance of having like a bit of friends and networks we remember the other time we, we met in lindy hop dancing for yeah. instance <laughs> and and other people meeting like in other events like um ideas block people like mm-hmm. these associations and other associations so yeah that's my story not mm-hmm. maybe not much in a nutshell i like <laughs> to talk a lot as an italian <laughs> that's all right that's all right <laughs> we have time <laughs> um but yeah maybe you could talk a little bit more about um academia and the environment mm. here and what, sure what yeah so this is another thing I, I liked when, um, so I said that I came here in August 2016, but to be honest, I, I was here a few days in May before, mm-hmm. just, you know, to, to, to meet my future colleagues and mm-hmm. to see the cities. And the colleagues, um, they were really helpful. And I mean, um, I got this feeling of a, I know it sounds a bit ridiculous or idealistic, but um, uh <laughs> a human touch that comes before the professional side. Mm. Like, for instance, my colleagues, they send me pictures of um, the the rooms in the dormitory. And then I say, okay, no, I don't like those. But, you know, they, <laughs> they some of them, they went to the dormitory, they took pictures, mm. they even helped me find accommodation. They When I came, they offered me a coffee, they showed me around. And maybe it's also like, you know, the case in other universities in other countries, but uh, as a PhD student in Nottingham, I didn't have this experience. Mm -hmm. Um, It was everything more um, institutional and even like my, um, how to say, like uh, professors in Nottingham University, my impression was they didn't talk to each other that much. Um, I mean, and here my impression is that... um, there is a, a nice a nice group like mm-hmm. of course we have this uh, in the first years really fun and difficult because all these even though of course they have very good english um all these meetings they were in lithuanian yeah. so i was completely lost yeah. <laughs> but but i could sense like a, a feeling of community mm-hmm. even though of course like you know in the um behind the scenes um, of course, there might be tensions and this is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe not knowing the language kind of sheltered me in a mm-hmm. bubble. Mm-hmm. Now I understand some of it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I felt welcome and accepted. And, and now um, last year or, well, two years ago, one year and a half ago, an American colleague of mine joined. So I'm not any longer the only oh, okay. foreigner in my department and oh. so it feels very good as well that's great yeah, yeah. i think as, as it becomes a little bit more international yeah, it becomes exactly. easier as yeah, well yeah yeah uh, but that's great that's great to hear they have this uh like community feeling I yeah think it's very important whatever you yeah. do to have that and kind of feel supported not just you know 
professionally, but also just Definitely. as a yeah. person. Oh, yeah, that's that's really cool. So these things that you know in these meetings, some of them would bring um, uh, cakes, biscuits, mm. and, and stuff like okay, that that was you know good. To, mm. Yeah, would contribute to the atmosphere. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> very nice. And um, you also mentioned that you teach um, Italian. I too. Yes, yes. So um, actually, I'm, I'm trying to think if this is the first time when I came to Venice that I taught Italian. Um, no, I did teach Italian a few times in, in Nottingham as well, but it was really hard even like to, because people, I couldn't find there many people who wanted to learn a language, uh, to learn Italian actually. Mm-hmm. And when I came here, I realized that many Lithuanians are really, really willing to, to learn Italian. Mm-hmm. And so I, I joined the, as I said before, the Institute of Culture mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, sometimes feeling a bit guilty because I'm not um, professionally a teacher in the sense that I didn't go to any pedagogy course. So mm-hmm. I had to kind of uh, adjust my uh, teaching skills as, and, and learn mm-hmm. by doing, as they say. But um, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it depends how much and um, like everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so quite... Um, yeah, I taught from beginners up to um, uh, upper, intermediate, and advanced mm. students, and and sometimes it was funny that um, people who are like Lithuanian who are into Lithuanian culture and language they have visited much more than I in Italy. <laughs> so, like in the last or the last two years, I've tried well three years I've tried to. <laughs> to spending my holidays like visiting parts of Italy also <laughs> not to feel so guilty like oh you haven't been in Naples you have been only once in Rome and they've uh-huh. been like to so many cities but it's really um well I mean it heartwarming like to know that um because Italians we tend to kind of despise our mindset um, nation politics and many things mm-hmm. so like it's good to feel that you know, um, many people are really into our culture mm-hmm. and we should just, you know, be grateful for that mm-hmm. and, and and do the best that we can to represent our country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think Lithuanians love Italy. <laughs> yeah. So Have you been there? Uh, yeah, actually, my yeah. sister lives in Italy. Okay, She lives great. in Milan. Yeah. In Milan, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I've nice. been many times, but only in the north. I've not okay. really been to the south yet because yeah. uh, a friend of mine did a PhD in in Florence, uh-huh. so that's the southernmost okay. <laughs> I've been. So not even to Rome yet, okay. but uh, of the north, I've explored a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah, 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 which I is where it. I'm from, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, great. What what parts? Are oh you yeah, from? this I forgot to mention exactly mm-hmm. where I'm from. I'm from a small town which is called Valenza. Uh, it's in Piedmont, um, and this this small town is like midway between Milan and Turin. So let's say it's in the north. Mm-hmm. Um, west of Italy, um, okay. yeah, it's an area that has um, the city itself is not. It's one of the few not so nice places in Italy, like mm-hmm. my own, you know, um, my own town. Uh, however, like the surroundings are pretty good because within one or two hours you can reach the Alps, mm-hmm. the the seaside and the, the vineyards where 
the Barbera wines is oh, uh, prepared and so on. Yeah, so it's it's a good location. <laughs> yeah, it's a know? good location like, to explore around. Uh, yeah, and, and you live there so you can focus on work and then. Like, yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> have some getaways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, my, my friend was visit was uh, working in Florence. So I was like, how are you able to yeah, <laughs> do anything? Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> just wanna explore and walk around. Yeah, and, yeah. And do that. So that's, that's nice. actually about that. I can also tell you that sometimes I think that's pretty common. But people here ask me, "How come you you can survive here when you come from Italy?" Because of course they think like, um, you know, the, the the sun and the weather and so mm. on. However, maybe you know because you have been to the northern part of Italy. I tell them, no, the, the northern part of Italy is not really prototypical Italy. You mm. get a lot of fog, and in autumn. Winters are cold and uh, the summers they can hot and humid. Mm-hmm. So in the end, like I, I don't dislike that much weather here. Like mm-hmm. I can focus pretty well because it's it's cooler, and yeah, I can't really stand the the heat that mm-hmm. much. So now in Italy, like up until a few days ago, it was uh, thirty thirty five or forty. Mm-hmm. We know also for climate change issues, but. Mm-hmm. But here it's um, cooler so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this summer was a bit hot, but uh, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of weeks that were yeah. But but all in all, yes, we're yeah. happy with the, like today. The weather is perfect. <laughs> I, I wish it was every day like this. Definitely. Um, tell me more yeah. about um, your poetry as well. Like how mm. how did you start writing? I mean, there's of course overlap between between your work and yeah, and definitely. Poetry, but actually, I can even I can even see that. I do what I do in terms of walking because I I started writing. The two things are um, connected. So I feel it's sort of selfish work in the sense that I can do what, what I like. And I really worked hard to do something that, you know, when you tell to people, they, of course, they think that's useless. Like, it's not bringing about a change in society. Like my my mother who wanted to study medicine I said, but but you're not at the beginning. She said, but you're not really doing research. Like research is like what they do in um, you know laboratories. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yes, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically, the way I started was before um, writing. I was well. I have to say, it was a really withdrawn um, uh, and uh, shy um, child and, and and teenage. So I was all the time. Drawing, drawing mm-hmm. was my passion. Mm-hmm. I spent long days, even like I, I used to draw like cars and um, cities from the the above, and I knew everything. I was like a architecture nerd, like I knew everything about distances and sizes and shapes. And for some reasons I don't remember, I then got around when I was twelve or thirteen. Is I got into writing, so I kind of left drawing aside but mm-hmm. it was the same atmosphere of concentrating and you know and and trying to build something like there is a metaphor of the text as a building actually mm-hmm. which i'm really fond of mm-hmm. even like my next collection that is going to be out uh, next year would be called like um duties of our construction so mm-hmm. it's always like this recurring metaphor so, yeah, I, I think at the beginning I also started writing because I, I had problems communicating with people. Mm-hmm. I you, you need to believe me, but I was really shy. I, could not, I couldn't bring uh, myself to, to talk to girls. I mm-hmm. couldn't um, bond up with guys. I never liked um, team, uh, 
team sports and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So everything that was kind of inside me, I, you know, I poured down onto the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it became more serious, I'd say, started to, 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 to read about poetry, about techniques and tradition and stuff. And I went on writing and I, I can say never, I never stopped. I've never mm-hmm. written a lot like every day, but more or less one poem per month would always, mm-hmm. you know, come out. And, and after almost 20 years of writing, it's, it's a lot. Of course, not mm-hmm. all of it is worth, but, you know, in the end, I, I put together two published books and a third one in the pipeline. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, okay. like, um, I think we talked about it last time as well a little bit. I write a little bit, yeah. but it's, I mean, just for myself <laughs> personally, um, some poems. And yeah, like you said, sometimes it just comes out of you, right? It's yeah. just like you have to express But I told you I would something. like to, to, to read what you wrote. You you didn't send it to no. me. So this time you should. <laughs> Don't okay. feel shy. Okay, okay. I will, I will um, something that's not too personal. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but I will, I will if, have a look. If you, I mean, if it's not forced. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> will do, will do. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, with with any arts and creation. I think it's mm. it's uh, sometimes you just feel it like you want to get it out and you put, yeah. want to put it down, and it's it's a way to to express yourself. I was also quite um, yeah, I was, I was also very shy as a, as a, as really? a kid. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can relate to that not being able to you know communicate, and then you're just in your little bubble, like wanting yeah. to create something. You know, it's funny about that because I I know I know that you are super busy as well with the organizations, and and you know I've seen that. Um, in in general, so like some of the pictures that you upload, like in many people, so I wouldn't say that mm-hmm. you are shy, but yeah. maybe it's a maybe it's a counter reaction yes, to yes. Uh, me, me <laughs> ten years ago, yeah, 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 or like fifteen years ago, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it's good to know. I'm going a bit more into the cheap philosophical, but to know that you know we can that people can change. I really believe in that and sometimes um what i'm a bit um upset about is when um you know people like you know in relationship and with friends people sometimes even telling you like oh you you want to change me or i am the person i am and of course there are something there is something in me that i don't think it's gonna change but something else i, I try if people say okay you you know you are let's say to focus on yourself or sometimes, you know, all my weaknesses and so on. I mean, I, I want to try to work on them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not easy also because if you're doing many things, you can't focus on improving yourself. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but I like this idea that you can you can change if you really want to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you have to want to and, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then work towards it consistently. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, of course, it's possible. It's just very difficult i think sometimes but it depends on what it's if it's a skill you're developing then i think it's yeah. you know it's it's fine you can definitely definitely do it yeah <laughs> um i can't remember what i wanted to ask after poetry but um, is um oh ideas block yes oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so um Oh, actually, already interviewed Lucia. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, so I you know all about Ideas Blog. Yeah. Right now. So the listeners, hopefully, <laughs> they've they, they've listened. Um, but yeah, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you sure. did with them, yeah, yeah. Um, your events. Yeah, I mean, I guess what Block was one of the first sort of anchors, like in the city, for me, because mm-hmm. um, I remember um, when I. Again, a bit of autobiography, but when mm-hmm. I 
came here the first year I was living in the city center. The first few months I was, I mean, I was looking for places where I could, you know, go uh, frequently maybe, you know, in the hope to bond up with someone or to, to find a nice environment. And one of those places was, um, maybe it was Café de Paris, I don't remember. Mm. But, um, but then, I mean, something didn't work, they, it closed down and so on. And, and I had um, um, a former flatmate who was in the arts uh, because he was doing like photography. He was an Erasmus student mm-hmm. and somehow people in the arts, they, you know, I think it's a close circle. So they know everything that happens in terms of exhibitions, concerts and so on. Mm-hmm. So like through him, I knew about the opening of this place, Ideas Block. So I went there. I'm not sure the opening or one of the first events, but mm-hmm. it was open just a few weeks before. Mm-hmm. And and I have very fond memories because um, once I was there, there was a documentary screening and it was just three or four of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny to go to an event where she's basically like a, a private party. Yeah. <laughs> and and then I, and of course, like I, um, I got along well with Roberto and Lucia. Uh, of course, at the beginning, easier with Roberto because we are both like Mediterranean. Robert, Roberto from Mexico, even more than I. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but then also with Lucia, of course. And then I started to collaborate with them because, um, I mean, I like I think many people, I can get to um, to become a bit lazy. Like many things I do is because I have deadlines or people mm-hmm. said, "Why don't you do that?" Yeah. And so Roberto told me. Oh, you are like our um, connection with the academic world here. So why don't uh-huh. you organize some, you know, uh, discussion and talks mm-hmm. at Ideas Block? And even though I couldn't organize exactly what he wanted, because I guess that he wanted something like for people to get into a fight against, like in opposite, like um, a debate, like a debate, yeah. yeah, like having a thesis and something. Mm-hmm. I'm not really good in that, and I say, okay, I can't offer this because, mm-hmm. however, what I can do is sort of uh, ask people who uh, are knowledgeable about one area to to share their knowledge and to to have a, like a, a relaxed discussion. And so, like we started a series which is called uh, the Mind Sharpener. Mm-hmm. And I love the name. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It okay. took a while. You know, it took a while to come up with um, with this name because the first uh, ideas, they were like crap. Because I was thinking like a glass of wine, a, a glass of culture. It was a bit cheesy. I don't know. But then, okay, the mind sharpener. And it's, it's a shame that now it's sort of suspended also um, all, once because I have too much going on. And also because unluckily, I just block, I took, as you know, mm-hmm. to close down the physical space Mm -hmm. so like now for a few months i haven't organized everything but you know it could start all over again and so i organized maybe 15 or 18 i don't remember but they're all recorded in my website Uh i forgot to mention that i have a website yeah (laughs) um it's my name and surname.com and so like in one section like research and extra like outreach activities i have my shop and uh, Mm -hmm. And so there, they're all like the recordings and the abstracts. And for some of them, though not for all of them, uh, a report that, that I wrote because during these events, of course, I would mm. moderate. I would listen to the 
um, to the speaker mm-hmm. whom I invited, of course, and the questions and so on. And I would take notes and then kind of write a summary or report wow. uh, that uh, even with Roberto Lucia, we thought would be good to have like a little magazine or publication. Mm-hmm. But then again, uh, I, I have this flow that if I do too many things, I'm always amateurish, mm-hmm. very amateurish. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I admire what you do now with these interviews because, you know, you have you have done many of them. You, mm-hmm. you have a, a, a good microphone and so on. Like, mm-hmm. um, with my sharpener, if I started it over again, I think it should be more structured. But, you know, then I should renounce to maybe some of my writing or mm-hmm. some social life or some mm-hmm. researchers i you know yeah, or, or some sleep but i like sleeping so <laughs> yeah, yeah don't sacrifice sleep <laughs> i won't sacrifice the sleep <laughs> yeah, yeah no but it sounds already like it was you know you did quite a lot even producing a report that takes time mm. and uh, and efforts and that you're recording them as well to, to share yeah. so yeah <laughs> even then and you can always you know improve it bit by bit I yeah think it's, and it's... maybe working with others i mean yeah roberto for instance roberto is very um uh perfectionist but that's in, in a very good way like we were uh, after every event we would say okay maybe we should have done that and that you know mm-hmm. the the angle of the the filming or the quality of the speaker and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we, we talked about that. Okay, so you can so reflect that, yeah, kind of definitely. on the process and then yeah. make, it, make it better. That's, yeah, wonderful. So, yeah, so the next ones I, I can uh, attend, they will be better and better. Yeah, and, and you, you may even be an invited speaker. I know that you are really, like, involved in uh, in the social community and mm-hmm. in right. So, like, I think you would have a lot to, to share, mm-hmm. maybe a lot of projects, so why not? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, like everything we do, we, it's 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 always you have to think about how much time you can dedicate, yeah, yeah, uh, to, to everything. And all this, I I found a real passion in it, so yeah. I'm really going forward. But of course, there are so many ideas that I have that I then <laughs> try, and then I'm like, okay, no, it's not going to happen. Or I have to just say, like, put on the shelf for in, in two years. Yeah. I'll I'll go back, come back to this <laughs> to yeah, this idea. So you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 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 um it's like being um I like this phrase like multi passionate uh, person. Oh, nice. So, yeah, not about this phrase. So, yeah. yeah. So it's it's I, I would describe myself like this because I have different um, mm. passions, different uh, things I'm interested in. And can I ask you about some of them where it's uh, in, you know infraction to pursue interview? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, you, you can. I mean, it's um, <laughs> I've, I've I've talked about it a little bit before, but mm. uh, we have this uh, social initiative called mm-hmm. Ukis, which connects people who have. Um, land and who, people who want to garden mm-hmm. so with people who want to garden can come to the people who have land and they can mm-hmm. garden together grow vegetables grow flowers whatever mm-hmm. they want um it's about also building a community and also mm-hmm. giving the opportunity for people who want to yeah who want to grow something and uh, learn and teach their children maybe about food and what where it comes from so it's a nice uh, little uh, project nice. i do <laughs> i've been doing that for six years now nice. so it's 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 also just just there but i mean in the few years the past few years it's been quite uh, on the low end so but, can i ask uh, you also grow your own vegetables right well? i i grow a little bit yeah. i i tried this year to grow different herbs okay so that that was a experiment so some of them grew <laughs> some of them did not grow <laughs> but uh some of them I'm, I'm really happy there's actually huge sunflowers in my, oh, in nice. my garden now so okay. it's very nice to come and see these huge <laughs> sunflowers 
um, but it takes a lot of time, of course, to water. Yeah. And this summer was crazy because it was cool. so hot. So it was yeah, just like yeah. watering them every day. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 nice, and, <laughs> and I have a couple of people growing on my in my garden as well oh, through nice. the project. So okay, it's also nice to give them the opportunity um, to do that. So yeah, those are those are my things. <laughs> but uh, of course, like many many other things, like we met through dancing, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I actually haven't been dancing oh, for don't a while. Tell me. Yeah, long and, time. And I think they they've started socials again. Yeah, so yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, which would be nice to go um, go soon. But uh, yeah. do you do that? I wanted now, I wanted to go yesterday, but I I had this deadline for a nice day, so I thought okay. And then it was a bit rainy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yesterday, or yeah, yesterday yeah. It was rainy. So I thought okay, maybe I don't. And the, the other problem is now I have, I have got a, a little problem in my shoulder, like I it hurts a bit. Mm. So I was thinking like maybe maybe I can't do mo- most of the moves because. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We see, like, I have a doctor's visit the eighth um, of September, and mm-hmm. then I mean, it's nothing serious, but it's just a bit annoying. So mm-hmm. I can't, you know, move my um, left arms wherever I can. So I can't do some of the figures mm-hmm. in the off, I guess. Yeah. But definitely, I would like to um, to to come back and you know um, have that sense of community and also just moving your body and trying to communicate with people by mm-hmm. dancing even if i can you know expand a bit on that about yeah. dancing um <laughs> that was the real challenge for me because maybe already mentioned in the other interview we had that um if i had to think about the the most difficult things for me in the podium i would put um one it would be like study medicine because mm-hmm. i got i'm really i can't really stand that much the sight of uh blood or you know mm-hmm. so not for me mm-hmm. second maybe um uh, you know practical things like uh fixing motors i'm not the classical guy and you know i'm not that kind of person i'm mm-hmm. a, i was very happy that i managed myself to kind of put together an ikea bookshelf wow. like a few days ago so okay <laughs> nice. following the instructions i was really proud of myself yeah. and the third thing would be reading and coordinating my body mm-hmm. like I, I thought it was just something not for me but I think it and I think it turned out it's just because I didn't I never did that I never mm-hmm. practiced up until I started Lindy Hop mm-hmm. and of course it was very hard at the beginning and and even now I'm not I don't think I'm a very good dancer but still I can dance and I can more or less coordinate myself mm-hmm. and it's something that if I would you know um if, I, if my previous version of myself could watch like a video of myself dancing, mm-hmm. he would not believe that because, you know, um, I remember I just tried once in Nottingham to go to a salsa event mm-hmm. or, or, I don't know, bachata, salsa, whatever. And I was so confused with the how where to put your feet because I would see that people would pick up very fast. Yeah. And for me, it was very robotic. Like I need to think okay this is the left this is the right mm-hmm. oh my gosh and mm-hmm. it, it was really like a challenge and of course i gave up because i used to give up straight away mm-hmm. and for lean help i said no even though sometimes it was exacer- exacerbated even by not knowing the language because most of the classes they were in lithuania mm-hmm. and i was the only uh, foreigner but you know in the end i you know i i, I could dance and especially like depending on the partner uh, you find sometimes 
we we talked about that i, I remember mm. sometimes if you find a partner who, who is like um who doesn't have a lot of patience or is a bit un, un, unsecure herself like um it's a disaster mm-hmm. yeah. but then if you find someone who can not lead you because you're supposed to lead her but kind of make you feel comfortable then it works pretty well mm-hmm. so like i i went to a couple of um, festivals in Vilnius uh, even though i never went to these um how do you call them like dancing camps in other countries mm-hmm. sometimes the problem of course they are a bit expensive so you need to save money and you know kind of renounce other things such as mm-hmm going back to Italy, which I'm trying now to do more often mm-hmm. because uh, my nephew was born almost one year ago. So oh. I'm trying to be a bit more often in Italy for this reason as well, to yeah. see her more often. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I do the same as well for, for going and visiting my sister and, and, oh, and, really? and her nephew in Italy. Yes, oh. so no, my nephew in Italy. Yeah, oh, yeah. But nice. they, were, they were just here. Um, oh, so I saw them great. here as well. So it's nice. How old is uh, your nephew? I think uh, between three and four. Okay, now, so, so now he's a bit yeah. older. Yeah, yeah nice. He's already speaking and, and oh. everything, you know, so it's already a little personnel. <laughs> oh. personnel. Is he doing, um, uh, if I can ask, is your sister talking to him in Lithuanian? Or? Yeah, she speaks in okay, Lithuanian. Okay, that's great. And yeah. Then, yeah. His so, father's Italian, so then he speaks Italian, well, so he can understand both. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'll pick up English of at some course. point as well. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, the, just the, 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 the times we live in now. It's like kids can know so many languages because of the, all the cultural mixing and everything. So. Yeah. And I know you mentioned that you, you traveled a lot and you lived... Um, I mean, your English is perfect, basically. You lived a long, uh, um, a long time in other countries, right? In yeah. Australia? Or, in, uh, no, or New Zealand? Uh, New Zealand, yes. So, yeah, somewhere far away, yeah, I remember. I lived, in, I lived in England, I lived in the US, and I wow. lived in New Zealand. So it was wow. <laughs> a lot of English-speaking countries. I lived in the Netherlands for only Erasmus, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't bother with the Dutch. It's, it's a bit too difficult. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I wanted to go back a little bit to, yeah, to sure. dancing. And um, yeah, I think it's really... Vilnius is a really good place, and, mm. and Lithuania and Kaunas as well. There's yeah. there's a active Lindy Hop community um and like you said there there are some festivals mm. um which which ones did you did you attend um there was the uptown rhythm mm-hmm. and the other one uh i don't remember mm-hmm. okay swing <laughs> paradise swing paradise yeah yeah, yeah that one mm-hmm. so basically like i mostly I was going to the um lindy hopelte school but then mm-hmm. sometimes also to the water jazz because now i moved to a new flat mm-hmm. in pilate but before i was living in I don't know how to pronounce it. Schnippischkes. Exactly, that yeah. place. So it was pretty close to the Water Jazz School. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they went to social there and also like to the events they organize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, good. which, you know, yeah, you, did you, did you attend classes to which school? Yeah, Water Jazz. I mean, yeah, they were Water called jazz. Hoppers then. Hoppers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back, back in the day. I'm not, I'm not done classes <laughs> When did you start to dance in the hop? I haven't um, asked you. I think 2015. Okay. So 2015, and I, for two years, I was I was dancing. Can I ask you classes. how it started? Then I will tell you how it <laughs> how it was for me. How it's yeah. I just uh, wanted, why? <laughs> I just wanted to dance, and I saw that you know it's it's something that is here. Yeah. In 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 Vilnius, and it's quite popular. Mm. Um, and it looked fun, and I was like looking for a way to get back into dancing because mm. um I've I've always. Not always, but in university, I was taking different types of dance classes, okay. and I, I, I enjoy it. 
So oh, there's dice so... as well, like yeah, yeah. So I was doing uh, like it was called jazz, but it was it was like kind of um, like individual jazz, like what they have, I like um, solo jazz, like solo jazz, but not quite. It was okay. still kind of different. It was more between between that and between um, like uh, contemporary dancing, uh-huh. um, and then some other styles. I did modern dance, um, and yeah, so so I just wanted to get to get more into that. And nice. uh, so yeah, I was just looked up by the schools and applied and convinced my brother to be my partner because <laughs> because I would, for girls it's, oh, yeah. there's always a waiting list. Yeah. So it's it's very yeah. good when guys uh, <laughs> apply, you know, because that there's that means more girls can also do yeah. it because there's yeah not enough. But is that because I I mean I remember like the classes I took like sometimes even though there were like fewer guys and exceptionally fewer girls sometimes mm-hmm. we were like in a circle so sometimes even though the number was not equal you could still dance but maybe they would not start the course yeah, right they don't yeah. start the course yeah like, that's the problem. they need they, they start with an even number yeah, in the yeah, beginning and yeah. then of course somebody's sick yeah. so they don't attend but uh, what i like <laughs> about lending up that it's it is very social so you yeah. are uh, all in the class you you'll sign up with a person but doesn't mean you're going to be yeah, dancing with them yeah. you're going to be dancing with everyone yeah so it doesn't matter who you sign up with which just is <laughs> great which is great for me because not i can say it, you know honestly like not being a very good dancer and i think i get bored and the girl gets bored after a couple mm-hmm. of dances so mm-hmm. if i dance with many girls it's it's better for mm-hmm. the both of us like you get exposed to different you know um, styles of dancing or mm-hmm. ways of dancing yeah. and you don't get bored and especially you don't have you know other people feel bored mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know um yeah and and i like also it feels a bit um how how to say like ironic in a way as, as a dance like it's not mm-hmm. doesn't seem to take itself too seriously it's yeah. not overly sensual or it's mm-hmm. not overly yeah. classic so it's 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 nice yeah it's nice yeah it's, it's really like fun and upbeat upbeat and, yeah that's and, the word uh, people yeah. are friendly you know you meet you're smiling you're dancing it's uh, and and i what i really like as well about um, lindy hop is that you can find socials all over the place like when you're traveling so yeah. you can go to another city yeah. and, in another country and you can look up with the social and there's usually one a week somewhere in the city um so you can just join that meet people yeah. or have another experience and i, I did this a few times because when did i was in, in erasmus i looked up uh, and actually it was right in front of my university uh was this uh like restaurant in a boat and uh, that they nice. shipped actually okay. from uh from the uk and it was english food it was like fish uh-huh. and chips and other things and they had um like the lower deck was it called i don't uh-huh. know like when you go down into the boat uh-huh. um yeah, they had like a mini stage and uh, like a little area for, for dancing. Okay. So they would do these small socials there. Um, so I went a few times and then it was very challenging because, you know, being usually like the guys will ask you to dance. But of course, like I, I nobody knows that I can dance because I'm, I'm there. I'm new. So I had the challenge of always being the person who had to really? ask. They didn't ask you because they oh. didn't know if I was just at the bar, if I was just, you know, okay, relaxing yeah. or yeah, if yeah. I actually knew how to dance. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it yeah, was challenging, yeah. but of course it's, it's good to <laughs> push usually, you out of the comfort yeah, zone as well. But usually, I mean, uh, based on my experience, I, I think it's not hard to understand when a girl wants to dance. Usually like you, you stand up, Mm-hmm. And you are not far from the the, the dancing floor. Yeah, just whereby <laughs> if people if people are at the the, the, the counter or or seated, like it, I think it. I mean, I'm not shy, 
but it took me courage when I wanted to dance and no girl was standing up and mm-hmm. they needed to, to go to someone who was, you know, sitting mm-hmm. and, and they felt, okay, maybe she's like, oh, mm-hmm. come on, can't you see that I'm sitting, I don't want to dance. Yeah. And sometimes actually, so no, thanks, I'm fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we well, well done. Like, I think it's harder for a girl, mm-hmm. especially maybe in a foreign country, mm-hmm. like to... You know, to, yeah, to bring and everybody knows to... each other because they're all taking classes yeah, together, you know, yeah. or they've known each other from the scene, and you're just a new yeah. person coming in. But, but it's it's good, and I did it as well in in Brussels. Actually, was visiting a friend who with whom we were taking classes uh-huh. back in Vilnius, but she was studying in in Brussels then. So we went together to to the Slutty nice. Hop Social and in the bar as well. So <laughs> we're like, okay, we have to we have to do this. But then when people found out that we know how to dance, they, we were being asked as well and everybody was so good there so it was so much wow, fun okay yeah it was, it was a bit uh, a little bit intimidating, <laughs> intimidating but, but also yeah. just great because you motivating know, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's it's fun then then you really enjoy yourself so yeah so yeah i, I really enjoy that in business there's a there's a good um, you know once i once i said um i didn't know lindy hop existed before coming here oh, okay. and once i said well but i mean i told someone in the lindy hop, lindy hop circle but I don't think in Italy is popular. They look at me, what? Yes, it's popular. And <laughs> and they told me about these, you know, um, socials. Mm-hmm. That, but but I guess that because Italy is bigger, is, I don't know, um, if you are, if you know it, you know it. But mm-hmm. otherwise, if you are, if I ask my friends, they would probably have no idea what the hop is. Maybe mm-hmm. it's uh, in Italy, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. it's much a smaller percentage of people mm-hmm. uh, practicing it. But yeah, maybe. I don't know I don't how know. it got yeah. so popular in, in Vilnius, yeah. but uh, a lot of people know, but I think they're very, um, like, visible mm. here because they will dance in the main squares. Yeah, yeah. And then you're just walking by and at some point you will, you yeah, will see them, you, see, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think that's that's a great uh, marketing <laughs> trick <laughs> they, they did yeah, to yeah. just do it openly. Maybe in other places it's harder to do it yeah. in, a, in a public place, but... Yeah. But at least here we have it, and that's also nice in the summer yeah. to just, you know, go to a cafe outside and yeah. just dancing. And, then... and, you know, sometimes I think, I mean, how hard it must have been like this long, long lockdown for mm-hmm. the Lindy Hop schools and other yeah. similar, like, activities. And, and sometimes I think, like, people, I mean, I was even curious going yesterday, even not dancing, mm-hmm. just to see how, because imagine, like, people after they haven't danced for one or two years, like, how much more energy uh, you should have because you so much want to kind of, you know, it's kind of going back to, um, to, to normal, even though I don't like this adjective, but, mm-hmm. you know, going back to uh, pre-pandemic times and, you know, with, with all these um, restrictions that, um, restrictions, not the, the, the good words. I don't mean the, the reboimas, the, the restrictions and stuff, but the, the physical, yeah, the fact that actually, as we know, like in the past months, the the feeling, the experience of space really mm-hmm. has changed. You know, I wrote a long poem about the flat. Okay. <laughs> like this idea that you really like, you know, wake up, do a few steps, you are in the place and then you go back and it's like really um, a cage. And for some people it's much worse because, mm-hmm. you know, if if you live in a in a small house with uh, big families, many kids, it's, you know, it's it's worse. And so, mm. but it, yeah. So even, even more so like dancing in the open mm-hmm. must feel such a, I don't know, must give such a sense of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, yeah, I'm, 
I'm hoping, you know, no more lockdowns and it'll be a bit more yeah, <laughs> uh, better better with that. <laughs> I definitely miss dancing, so mm. I think um, I need to make a better effort while it's outside. Have and you tried, maybe, maybe, maybe for girls it's less, um, I, I wouldn't say use, useful, but uh, have you tried to dance on your own just to practice? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, don't you hope? No, but no. I, I, I also attend, now I go to contemporary dance. Ah, nice. So okay. I have uh, classes and I mean, that was good because that's individual dancing. So you, yeah, yeah, don't need. No, no yeah. partner. And then you can do it. Uh, we did uh, during the lockdown, even we did classes oh, uh, nice. on Zoom. I mean, it's not <laughs> the best uh, like to do classes yeah, on yeah, Zoom. Yeah. The sound, everything is off and you have to do it in your own space. And sometimes you don't have enough space, but, mm-hmm. um, but it's, still it was it was a good way to kind of keep yeah uh, yeah keep, and keep, keep heat and keep and and also mm, yeah good in the sense that you i mean i realized really like that i knew that before already but your body really needs uh, our bodies they really need to move i yeah. mean um it's something so basic like when they say like healthy mind and healthy body but um we really like um forget about that up until you know we are in a situation where really like our body's screaming to us move mm-hmm. around do something mm-hmm. otherwise we really like you yeah you, you, you feel like also like in a bad mood sometimes yeah like sometimes i don't i prefer not to see people if if first i haven't gone to i, I didn't go to the gym or do something mm-hmm. because i feel that um yeah, also my mind is not really working, my mm-hmm. mood is not as it could be. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a, a, a unity actually mm-hmm. of body and mind and mood and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's important, I think, to get, get back into yeah, your body and definitely. feel and out of the like thinking monkey mind, you know, and yeah. so many things <laughs> happening there. And yeah, it's, it's connect back to reality and yeah. your space. And, Great. So sure. The question um, I always ask um, at the end is to, to describe living in Lithuania for you mm-hmm. um, in three words. And I think you already did it. I'm not oh, sure yeah. if you can remember. I, the, no, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't um, remember the words, but you can do new okay, words. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me think because I don't want to say something too too obvious and, and, and it must be true at the same time. Cozy, spiritual, and fresh. <laughs> no, nice. Okay. <laughs> you want to elaborate on them or...? Mm, no, <laughs> no. I will. I mean, I will let maybe the 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 listeners just to to map their own experience. Uh, and I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but all of all these three attitudes is something that um, that that I felt. Um, mm-hmm. So they are uh, tied to specific experiences that I got, and hopefully, like other um, foreigners living here. And maybe who knows if some Lithuanians or most Lithuanians, maybe also USA Lithuanian who came back, maybe mm-hmm. can relate to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So I'd like to finish it here on these three words: <laughs> Great. cozy, fresh, and spiritual. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much You're for welcome. coming again. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. <a> <laughs> thank you for listening. For more conversations like this one, subscribe to the podcast and let's connect on the Living in Lithuania Facebook page. If you or someone you know would like to be on the podcast, feel free to get in touch. Until next time.